Don't forget that you can go to accidentallyfasting.com for our holiday specials, guided agitations, stickers, t-shirts, buttons. We've got my books up there. There's all kinds of stuff and links to episodes on Anchor where you can support us for as little as 99 cents a month. You can even like sign up to support us, send us a dollar, and then cancel that subscription. Whatever you want to do, we would appreciate it if you would show us a little bit of love and we will keep on rocking in the fast world. And thank you. Enjoy the episode. Vampires, mummies, and the Holy Ghost. These are the things that accidentally fasting fears the most. It's true, man. Those things are scary. Who wants any of that shit around? I don't know. Jimmy Buffett wrote a whole album about it. Was it? I think it was just a song. Yeah. But there was, I mean, they, you know, they, whatever, dude. That's scary it's a, shit. It's a really serious song. I'm more worried about aliens. Are you? I think so, yeah. More than, like, ghosts and vampires and mummies and werewolves and, like, out of all the weird paranormal things that could be, I don't know, what's what's your, like... I think ghosts are more of a representation of our own intrinsic fears, and I think aliens are more external. So, yes, that's scary because they're out of our control, but I feel like you can control the ghosts, the fear of ghosts more, depending on what your internal fears are. I read something today that said the thing that started ghosts moaning was parents having sex but not wanting to tell their kids that it was them. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah. But it makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Who moans like that, though? I don't know. I mean, it didn't have to be that, I guess in the 50s you had to moan like that. But, you know, that's... I think that's an urban legend because women, you know, they don't... It's just a theory. I mean... Unless it's just always back in the day, only men were allowed to moan and women weren't allowed to moan at all. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but why can't there be women ghosts? Well, I mean, you know, the the <laughs> traditional... That's a witch. You know, the traditional, like, uh, blanket over the head. Uh, K- yeah. That sounds more like KKK member. Well, but... no, like, uh, like Beetlejuice. They cut but the they holes go... in the sheets. Oh, oh. Oh, fuck yeah. Keep sucking. Oops, I mean, boo. Boo. <laughs> it's true, but... Oh, okay. and that's why they say boob, because he was trying to say boobs. Yeah, it could be. Who knows? But uh, I think what I what I think about this stuff is like, you know, the investigators, the paranormal investigators, what we wanted to talk about today was the, like, phenomena of... The believer or the person who wants to believe or whatever. I mean, because we just watched Hellier or whatever, the first episode of that TV show or YouTube show. I don't actually know what it is, but uh, so the thing about that is like, you know, it just it just kind of reminds me of all the old school shows where everything is a super huge stretch. Like the guy was like. Looking at this picture that was uh, like one of the traditional gray aliens or whatever. And then a goblin in Kentucky that they're going to investigate. And he's like, well, if you take, if you change the eyes completely and remove the ears, then this is exactly the same thing. And I was like, yeah, but you're fucking changing the whole, like, like the big ears of the drawing. It was like elephant ears on a little gray alien. 
Like, that's the biggest piece of that drawing. And so how can you just say, if you remove it, it's the same thing? It's like, yeah, they, and that's, I mean, that's what I was saying. Well, more with the ghosts, I guess that's your own intrinsic fear. But I think with anything paranormal, you know, it's anything that you want it to be, basically. You can literally make your mind believe anything you want to you know, if you have a strong enough will. Well, if you want to believe it enough, then you're going to believe it. And if you if have you a shitty to. YouTube channel, that depends on it, too. Yeah, yeah I mean, like make a TV. Well, so they funded their first season, but they asked for donations and crowdfunding for the second, I guess. And if you go to their website, they're still asking for donations. And I guess, you know, if, if you're interested in that stuff... Donating is the same thing as if you guys support us, you know, but to me, you shouldn't be relying on that, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like if you're going to do some crazy off the wall fucking paranormal shit, shout out to Paranormal Gumbo. It's a podcast, you guys. They follow us on uh, Instagram, but you know, if you're going to be doing that, like it's not like it's a fucking like hospital bill, you know what I mean? Yeah. Why it's, do we got to be funding uh, Search for Goblins in Kentucky? Well, and it's like coming up with new funny, con- or not, I guess, what do they call it? Cryptozoological things to investigate. But so, I mean, when you, when you, if you watch the show, the guy's like, we drove to this town in Kentucky, you know, so, so, so the, the like basis of it is, there's this couple, and they're paranormal investigators, and she likes ghosts, and he likes aliens. So, you know, and it's she... It's like he's from Venus, and she's from Mars. <laughs> it's true. So, uh, they get an email from some dude who's claiming to have monsters running around his house, which is basically how every Bigfoot story happens, right? Like... Shout out to Miles. But, <laughs> this one won't end in anal sex, so I promise. Well, it could. You never know. Yeah. I mean, we only saw the, the goblins, first episode. Yeah. But, like, they they get the emails from the guy, and then he sends them pictures, and they're like, oh my god, these pictures are so real. And then they go to some cave in Brown Mountain, which is famous for having, like, weird lights and shit. But, uh, so... They do that, and then they're like, well, let's stop in this town on this random weekend and investigate. And they, like, go to this town, and they start asking people stuff, and they get all kinds of weird shit. Like, I saw something really big. I saw something really little. I saw something cross the street. We all saw a UFO in the sky. But nobody knows the guy who originally sent them the emails. His name is uh, Terry Wrist or whatever. Well, he that was the guy that told him, the, the email dude, to contact them. Oh, okay. So, like, that the first guy was David who emails the podcast. Oh, that's the, right. I think they were podcasters. Yeah. But then David says this guy named Terry Wrist, terrorist, sent to email you guys. So then they go out to Brown Mountain, find a cave, and they're like, look at this rock on the ground. It looks like a it's door. Like, it seems like these people never go outside or interact with people because they're like, oh, the email was so bizarre. It had lowercase font. Uh, that and, totally. And that, intentional misspelling. Yeah, like it's just so bizarre. Like, of course, you know, there's crazy fucking people out there, you know? Yeah. I mean. That was, that was silly. 
Wasn't then, I mean there was this one lady that like went to UNM Gallup and she was going on and on and on about microwave technology and apparently my sister gave her a ride somewhere. I mean, I I could have sat there and believed everything that she said because it was bizarre. I mean, what the fuck? Why does that validate what someone's saying? Well, and it's funny because that's what that lady said was like the wife of the podcasting team was like, I tend to not believe alien stuff because I believe I, I am more interested in ghost stuff. And she's like doing some witchcrafty spells and shit in the beginning of the show. Well, the Terry, the Terry risk guy was taking parts or like taking aspects of ghost hunting and UFO hunting. Like he was doing the cult or the seance or whatever to, uh, promote or to uh he was using seances and typical ghost stuff to um incite or conjure up ufos or whatever so is that why i don't i don't know i don't understand this whole thing like are the husband and wife like are they in both in ingredients about the the goblins then? I since think, they're both from different kind of backgrounds and the way that they well, think the thing, about paranormal shit. I think the thing for them was like, so the thing that kind of like, I mean, at this point, I'm just like, okay, these people are just gullible. But then they go to the town and they, they're driving around. Nobody in the town knows the David guy who had been emailing them previously. So they find a house and they're like... Oh my God, there's a basketball hoop. That's where kids would play. He had kids. Oh my God, there's a shed. He had a shed. (laughs) I mean, this is the house. This is the fucking house. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Just go look at the public records and see who lived there. Like, you're not investigating anything. You're just driving around assuming shit. And that's that's not really good investigation research tactics or whatever like well yeah and it's weird because they were googling shit beforehand so i don't get why they couldn't have just googled all that anyway well and so like that terry wrist guy that the the podcast husband googled his name and found him a mention of his name in some book but then he didn't google the other guy's name to see who that guy would be and that terry wrist guy sent him some numbers And he didn't Google those. He posted them on Facebook asking people, what is this? And some guy was like, they're GPS coordinates, you dingus. (laughs) It's like, dude, what? you can't even like Google stuff before you start asking your silly Facebook fans? Like, come on, man. I don't know. that To me, like, they weren't really doing a great job investigating anything. Yeah, they they shouldn't call uh, themselves investigators. Like, let's be real. Like, what the fuck are you investigating, you know? Right. I mean, they checked newspapers after the... Let's see, they talked to the people in the town and they were like, Oh, yeah, the UFO that we all saw was in our, our newspaper. So they checked the newspaper then. And then they started checking, like, newspapers near cave entrances or something like that. But, like, dude, there's so much around that that they could have looked into. Like, to me, it's weird that there's... The guy's a paranormal writer. You know, he does his blog. They have a podcast, him and his wife. And then there's this documentary maker who's filming it all. And they all do this stuff for a living. But they're not, like... They don't even know to Google stuff? Like, they don't know to go... Look at public records to see 
who owned a house and like try to coordinate things or like look into the header information of an email to see like you know if they could find out more about the guy to see if he was lying the original guy yeah and they're 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 fairly i mean they're not old i mean the guy has gray hair but he's one of those gray haired dudes that get gray when they're like 18 you know so i'm pretty sure there it's not like a you know age limitation or something like i think they just i think like i think people get spun up in this stuff and the paranormal stuff and then you start thinking that because you watch a lot of movies or documentaries or you go out and like i don't know search for stuff maybe i'm not sure like they went on a hike to that cave and they said they didn't see anything at all but uh they were like the psychic told us to go to the cave where there'd be two pillars and that would be important or something like that. And so the the guy that went with them, their like Brown Mountain guide or whatever, was the guy who consulted a psychic to tell them to go there, but he already knew where the cave was. So I don't understand why they would have a psychic, but then they <laughs> go there and they're like, oh, there was a rock on the ground that was out of place that looked like a door. And they showed it, and it was, like, just a rock laying on the ground that was lighter than the rest of the rocks. And I was like, come on, like, this is getting absurd. And it's, so this ha- this was, for reference, what was this film, in 2012? And then they released it in 2019? No, that was 15. So, it takes place, the, the quote-unquote investigation takes place over, like, seven or eight years. That's what, I'm like, what in the fuck? I mean, I guess I want to continue watching it just to see... If anything happens, but if it's just going to be every episode is like taking some arbitrary fucking thing and then saying that it's, you know, making nothing out of mountain out of uh, uh, moles or whatever. Mountain out of moles? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Mountain out of molehills. What the fuck is a molehill? I don't know. I I don't know. You've never never heard heard of that? that? Well, molehill is the hill. uh, Anyway, so... uh, But, so, the thing is, is, like, they go out to this Brown Mountain cave, and they don't try to investigate the cave any further. They go out there, they're like, damn, that's a door, I'm 100% sure that's a door to an alien underground base. And then they just stop. They're like, okay, done. We couldn't get in. You know, never thought anything of it. So, does that chick now believe in aliens then, or... Well, no, because the guy, the husband doesn't either. I mean, eventually he said... He thinks that these things are not aliens, but underground creatures and possibly from another dimension, which doesn't make sense. Why? I mean, there was a lot going on there. He so said, do you think that like conspiracy theorists are the same thing then? Like the people that believe, you know, like the reptilians and all that stuff. Do you think that they do the same sort of methods in their like way that they start believing things where they take something so insignificant and then make it into a huge thing and then that's their their proof substantiating their crazy conspiracy oh uh yeah i mean absolutely like but not all conspiracy theorists are very paranormal though i like no that's true i I mean mean, they go hand in hand sometimes but yeah sometimes i think like if you wholeheartedly believe something that's fairly out there you're probably more likely to believe in a broader spectrum of weird stuff. Like, the people 
that fly over Mexico or whatever. You know, oh, there's those, those witches funny, or whatever? Yeah, the funny YouTube videos of, like... I mean, to me, it looks like drones, even though it was before drones. But, yeah, like, I don't know. That kind of stuff is silly. But, you know, if you're more likely to believe that the Earth is hollow or that there's the whole Truman Show thing... I just think back in the day, it was a lot funner to believe in this kind of stuff. Like, I, I felt like you know, the possibilities were endless because we didn't have actual technology and social media to, like, prove shit. So yeah. people got to make up whatever the fuck they wanted, and now it's like, okay, well, show me the receipts, and nobody ever fucking has receipts. Well, I mean, oh, except in this show, I mean, the guy, there was a dude who is an amateur astronomer, and he took several pictures of the UFO thing flying over Kentucky. Like, oh, that was kind of interesting. I guess I missed that. <laughs> yeah, it was like some cylinder floating in the sky. And he's like, I don't even live here. I was just driving through and taking pictures of the sky and saw this thing. Oh, yeah, but that wasn't a very good picture, though. Well, this is a metal cylinder. I don't know what else you... <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I mean... But uh, don't you think so, though? I mean, the Bigfoot stuff. Like, I've been always trying to find a good Bigfoot video... There are some really it. interesting videos that I've seen of, of big, sort of Bigfoot stuff. Like, there's, um, there are a few in, like, I think it's the Yukon area of Canada where, like, there's miners and, and uh, loggers and things like that doing forest work. And they either see a Bigfoot at their work site and, like, shoot at it and shit. Or, like, there's one that was really interesting where... You know, it's in the snow. It's this, These guys are on the top of this mountain that they've been hiking to for days. And they look down into this canyon. And there's a dude who's like, you know, eight feet tall walking super fucking fast down in the snow where they can't even get to. And they're like, holy shit. How the fuck did that dude get down there? Why doesn't he have a backpack on? What the fuck? And you see it. It's just some little brown. I mean, it is like those stupid videos where you're like, uh... I don't know if I can see... But that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Like, there has to be something a little bit more, you know, substantial than people's shitty, low-quality shit. But don't you think, like, old-timey conspiracy theories were more plausible? Like, Bigfoot or, I don't know, uh, the Brown Mountain Lights where they see lights... And, the, but that's crazy because the brown mountain lights, especially, they go back so far. And I think we talked about that in our UFO special episode. Yeah, I think we did. But like. This, this episode is actually like a, cause we had one about ghosts too, when I made up the story about the truckers or whatever. Yeah. But no, we had, we had a, that UFO one about all the places yeah. in New Mexico and stuff. But the brown mountain lights have been around since, like, whatever uh, Native American tribe was inhabiting that area of Virginia, West Virginia, was, like, they had legends about the brown mountain lights. Yeah. And they're still seen today. And it's, like, this weird phenomenon nobody knows exactly. I mean, that's where the swamp gas, like, thing came from. Swamp ass? Swamp ass, yeah. But, like... Those are pretty reasonable, right? You see lights in a, on a mountain, and you're like, "Oh, there's ghost lights." Oh well, yeah, and even you see like the the legend or the myth, like the you know Native American like uh, legend things are more plausible to me because they've yeah, been going like, around for going on forever, you know. Yeah, shapeshifters like the coyote. 
The Jersey Devil was even more believable, and that's pretty recent. See, I don't even know about this shit. You're way into more into this stuff than I am. Well, I watched a fuck ton of, of X Files, so I mean, oh, there's, that's right. But the Jersey Devil is like, uh, it's in New Jersey, and I'm pretty sure it's pretty much like the story of a serial killer that just got some supernatural shit. Oh but man! I think basically like some lady had a baby with the devil and then the baby was a guy who like either got run out of town or just started killing people or something so i think the story is probably a little bit more interesting Damn, than that, that sounds crazy though like that's a good story yeah but it was literally from like you know 60s to, to 80s or something like that i don't know what the actual time window was but it's very recent you know what i mean like not like the brown mountain lights which has been going on for five or six hundred years but those kind of conspiracy or those kind of I guess paranormal theories are like way more plausible in my mind, and kind of a little bit more classy than the goblins. No, than like Hollow Earth or Flat Earth oh, or Truman yeah. Show Earth or fucking you know birds don't exist, which is a real funny. What one. was that movie that we just watched? And I hate like doing podcasts where we talk about like movies or whatever, but. The one where the there was a secret underground thing, and then there was the doppelgangers and stuff, and then they ended up oh, being us. like zombies. By uh, by uh, what's his name? The guy who did Get Out. But that's like an actual conspiracy theory that people believe, right? Like they think that there's uh, the tunnels. Yeah. That there's like people living in tunnels. Yeah, there's like secret cities underneath well, cities or whatever. Well, I mean, those, but those are actually true, you know, because there's that Dark Days documentary with DJ Shadows music and oh, theme yeah. or whatever, and it's all about. The, Man, that was a really good documentary, you guys. Dark yeah. Days. And it's pretty much the so New York City has subways, and like under the subways is an entire other network of subways that were never used or couldn't be used anymore. So people live there and they just live in the pitch black and they're like homeless people and some dude or crew went down and asked if he could film there and he did. And I mean, it's just like a normal city. It's just people live two subway lengths of whatever underground fucking nuts. Yeah. So that's totally true. You know, and but the Keenan, well, not not Peel, but uh, the other guy, movie Us, uh, I think it was playing on the conspiracy theory that the tunnels under the the United States are where government does experimentation, because they oh, were government yeah. clones. Oh, spoiler alert! Oh wah, shit! Wah, wah. Damn. I don't think that that was a very popular movie. You know. It was good. <coughs> It was good, like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it was it was kind of reminiscent of the 80s movies where, like, weird shit happens and they weren't very popular movies, but they were good. I just think, like, this type of shit is just fun for people, you know? Like, you could just see, like, in that movie or in that documentary, the Hellion or whatever, they just, they look like my 600-pound life people eating, a, you know, a chili dog. Like, their eyes just light up. It's like they're, you know, they're seeking that adrenaline. It's a high for them, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. But, I I mean, I wanted to start going UFO hunting. Or, well, not necessarily UFO hunting, but uh, I guess 
UFO hunting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I would rather it, do UFO hunting than like be like a ghost hunter or whatever. But the thing is for me is like um you know Dulce and Taos both have the underground hums. Denver has an underground hum, which is funny that they brought up in this that the Brown Mountains have an underground hum that they're known for. So a third of people that go to Taos can't stay there because the hum is so present and so loud. I don't remember hearing a hum. It's only like a third of people who who go or whatever, wow. if that. Yeah, it's really small percentage. Actually, it might it's be less. It's kind of like a third. the same percentage that thinks cilantro tastes like soap. Then, or what? yeah, dish soap, cilantro. Yeah, totally. If you think cilantro tastes like soap, go to Taos and see if you can hear the hum. And let us know if you're Rh negative or positive. Then. Oh, the 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 blood type yeah. negative or positive? Yeah, because only fifteen percent of people are supposed to be Rh negative. So, and I'm one of them. And 15%. Don't tell people that. Sorry, guys. They I didn't might want to come tell you that suck I'm out your cum blood. It's true, I guess. My RHs. Oh, no. Give me RHs. Donate your RHs. You don't. Have we done a blood donation episode? <laughs> I don't know. I you should, Everybody should donate blood. I donate blood at least three times a year if I can. Three to four. I don't think the conspiracy theorists listening to this show are blood donors. Do you think they are? It seems like they have you an should, issue with it. If I if I were a conspiracy theorist, I would donate blood because you want more blood reserves for everybody in case of a government emergency or whatever, right? So why do conspiracy theorists care about other humans? It's like they care about other humans so much, but yet they don't. Because generally they're like super, you know, neoconservative and don't want uh like healthcare or anything for people but yet they believe in all these government conspiracies and are they just want to protect people from the government yeah it's, it seems like it's a us versus them thing yeah that's true you know, the other it's like that whole thing but yeah i'm i'm not sure like uh what i guess what someone's leanings would be if they're... I guess it depends on the conspiracies. Well, know? they usually considered paleo-conservative. Like, that was, like, Alex Jones's thing for a while. Like, he would call himself paleo-conservative. Is that, like, taking it back? Like, yeah, like, like, it's like, because Neo is now, and then paleo is, like, you know... Yeah, like the diet. Yeah. Yeah. What, and I think he was also on the paleo believe, diet. What conservatives believe during the paleolithic era... <laughs> Is that really when people, I need to, I need to do some reading about that shit. Is that when Homo sapien like originated was the Paleolithic era? Uh, I don't know. I think it was Homo sapien sapien. I'm going to start it. Well, we're Homo sapien sapien, aren't we? Yeah. Or are we Homo nexopotamian? I think we're Homo sapien sapien. Okay. Nexopotamian. (laughs) (laughs) Homo lexabro. Homo diazepan. Uh, so I don't really know where we were going with this episode, except just to kind of talk about, I think we were just getting kind of like riled up when we were watching that documentary because we were just talking about, uh, like these paranormal investigators, why they don't, it's like, they just got more critical. Yeah, they just jump to conclusions, you Super, know, they, right away. Everything is stretched. Like it's always like, well, if you if you consider this as fact without that as fact, then it fits this other story. And it's like, yeah, but 
There's no reason for you to plausibly believe that you should remove facts from an event or scenario. Like, like the ears on the fucking aliens. They're like, you know, if you remove the ears, then they look like these, these creatures over here. It's like, yeah, if you remove the ears from a fucking raccoon, it's going to look like a round-headed, wide-eyed thing. Like, so that's not a really good reason to do that. Or there's not good reasoning behind altering the facts to make something more unified or believable. Like, at first, I thought the show was fake. Like, one of those fake documentary yeah, things. Yeah, like Paranormal Activity. Yeah, because... The guy is like, well, I'm a filmmaker and I was messaging this podcaster or we did, we popped up in the same blog post. So he was like, some lady posted about my documentary and about their podcast. So then something <coughs> happened and the filmmaker tweets something about an episode that they did. Right. And then the podcaster replies to that tweet. And then there's a third tweet by somebody that is the the Kentucky Goblins. And the filmmaker replies to that tweet and is like, I see what you're doing there. And the podcaster's like, dude, those are actually 100% random picked from our old web posts or whatever. And the guy's like, that was it right there. Synchronicity, dude. So meaningful of a of a coincidence. And I was like, uh, is this like fake where these guys are like thinking that they're meant to make a TV series? So what was the name of that podcast? Euphemoria or something like that? You have that? to listen to that tonight. The, you guys the, should listen to it and let us know what you think. The video, the documentary that the guy made was Spirits of the Stanley or something like that. Oh at the yeah, Stanley I'm going to check that out. Which, like, we stayed at the Stanley, and I will say it was pretty creepy. It was fucking creepy. Like, I I think you woke up in the middle of the night and... I didn't sleep at all the second night we were there. (laughs) I don't think I did. And then we got snowed in. So, and just, I think, you know, in in case y'all don't remember from our Denver episode, uh, the Stanley Hotel is in Estes Estes Park, Park, uh, Colorado, which is just a little bit... Uh, up in the mountains from Denver, and it's the Stanley Steamer guy went out there because he or his wife had tuberculosis to 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 help cure because the dry weather helps your TB if you get it. So he, he they moved out there and built this massive mansion and that they turned into there, a hotel. You, you see the first Stanley that's in the lobby. It's a big old fucking. Oh, he he built a steam engine car. That they drive around town and it goes up to forty miles an hour. Oh, it still does. Yeah, they Damn. they even have a video playing. I of thought it. that was a fucking vacuum cleaner. <laughs> well, I think they used to like use the cars in some way with the va- I don't know, who knows, as their steam cleaning shit. But I mean, more importantly, the Stanley was really cool. Like, I I mean, you know, walking around that hotel and and we went after a flood, so nobody was there. Just like when. Stephen King stayed there yeah. and was snowed in and it inspired The Shining. We did the same thing, and I couldn't get a breakfast burrito to save my fucking life. I mean, it was a beautiful hotel, though. Like, it was, oh, like, fantastic. probably, like, the most... I don't know. Like, I don't... I just don't like... St- 
I don't know if I would do that again just because it's like when I went vacation and that was our honeymoon, you know, but we we're weirdos. I mean, we still are, but man, I, I just want to fucking relax. I mean, it's relaxing, but like there was something really unsettling about that Stanley hotel. Stanley Hotel, hashtag 2023. But, no, but nothing happened there though. It's just old, right? It's just supposed to just be haunted, but like nothing, yeah, no, nothing like. I, saw happen. I mean, I didn't see anything, but I mean, I was super drunk the whole time. They have 600 whiskeys in their restaurant. And, like, I was super wasted the whole time we were there. Yeah. You were trying to buy, like, a $100 shot or something. $250 shot. it was like, uh, dude, we were still broke. I mean, we we were just, we just got married. And I was like, oh, we got to pay off a wedding, dude. Like, Yeah. And for that hotel stay, because that place is pretty expensive. But check it out and definitely go during, like, when it snows, because it's cozy. Well, Nesta's Park is really cool. I mean, we almost got stuck there because we were in a 350Z and, and all that. But uh, Estes Park itself is really cool. It's a nice little town. If it snows, it's exactly what you would think a Christmas town would be like. They have the little gas lamp lamps and stuff and shops up the main street. But Anyways, no no ghosts, yeah. right? I mean, No, I mean, he has an uneasy feeling. But that's the thing. Like, I feel like... Do you feel... I, I don't know. I feel like ghost hunters are more harmless, you know? Like, they... They seem a little bit more skeptical in a way. I think the only thing, the only danger they can do is bringing tourists to an area if they succeed in something. Yeah. So, you know, whatever, like, it's not that bad, but I feel like they, uh, I, I think that they could be researching more plausible things and uh, not just like, you know, interdimensional alien beings that pop out of the ground when things crash from other planets or whatever. That, but like, that's weird. when I was initially talking in the beginning of this episode, and I was saying that like ghosts are more of a reflection of what's going on inside. I think that's like more for if you're living in a house and you attribute everything to some evil spirit. Well, you probably got some shit going on with you, you know, like you got some mental yeah. turmoil well, that you aren't dealing with and maybe and just maybe the spirits around you can sense it and so they're getting aggravated i mean i sound all oh, hippy dippy and saying. shit no yeah. i'm just saying like it's a combination it's like you know if there are spirits i don't know i don't know if there are but i'm just saying if you're going through some mental anguish and then you're feeling these spirits or whatever like it's more than likely just your own i think that i mean in my opinion people who see full-bodied apparition would be like more often than not under that uh what is it called the mob mentality or whatever where like everybody thinks they're gonna see something and so then they start saying they saw something and then you know or it's it's got to be partial part part of ghost sightings have to be total psychosis like hallucinations and shit you know yeah like, I can't imagine, uh, I mean, the other option would be maybe it's something to do with time, where uh, there's something about the way that you are experiencing reality in your house, or some hotel, or well, the forest. Well, dude, I, I remember that story that, like, did, and sorry guys, pregnancy brain, podcast brain, we've done 20 million podcasts already, but... I don't know if we told you the story, but it was in your house in Gallup and I saw a goat. I saw somebody in a, did I see somebody in a suit or something? 
And then Alex's mom was like, hey, guys, how's it going? I'm like, oh, fine. But I saw ghosts and Alex doesn't care or something. Oh, yeah. Or I saw a man. I forget. Was it a man in like a suit or something? See, I don't even. I don't remember. But the thing is, is like that house was super new. Like, But I thought it was haunted. Like, what, weren't there other things that happened or my something? My mom said, and we talked about this too, but, you know, I guess we're, now that we're down well, the Well, yeah, we again. talked about the the her childhood house. And well, no, wherever. I mean, she said one time that I called her and said something just flew across my room over me. Like, I was laying in bed <laughs> and something flew off of my dresser to the other side of the room, which I don't remember at all. But I also did a lot of drugs at that point in time. So it's hard to be like... That didn't happen. By drugs, he means uh, just NyQuil. Ni- oh, dude, yeah, NyQuil, like, really, like, honestly, NyQuil really fucks me up for some reason. It like, does, dude. It fucks me up, too. That's crazy I how think strong any those, of those drugs are. And um, I always got to throw in a pregnancy twist, a little uh, twist in this, but woman, pregnant women are only allowed to take Unisum, which is doxa, doxy fucking, I don't even know what it is. That shit is so strong. Is it? Yeah. And it's like, why? I mean, it's supposed to help with nausea, but I mean, the dreams that I have on that and and you can't differentiate reality and your dreams and it's all fucked up. And then even these fucking magnesium gummies I, were take, I was taking oh, yeah. were like fucking up my... No. And then, I mean, maybe that's what's going on with these people seeing ghosts. I mean, they're just on too much NyQuil and... Well, I mean, no, I don't want to like discount... You know, what people believe, even though I don't believe it, and what they perceive as happening as being them, you know, abusing over-the-counter medication or whatever. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I do think that people are too close to be like, or too uh, apt to say like, oh, you know, this happened, so this happened, and they must be related because they're almost identical situations or whatever, but... Really, you, you, you're picking and choosing as far as investigators go, I guess. But I guess what is the benefit? Like, I guess I kind of get the goblins and the UFOs or whatever. But with the ghosts, like, what is the benefit in totally just succumbing to it and being like, oh, my God, there's ghosts, there's ghosts. And you're just freaking yourself out. I mean, you might as well just fucking ignore it. That's happened. There was an episode of Jim Scarold's. A glamp fire and this lady called and you know she had she had these really aggressive ghosts and like they would like tickle her feet and shit and then eventually like she had a talk with them she's like look i'm not moving i spent too much money on this damn house and you're just gonna respect me or whatever and then they did and she says she hasn't gotten a peep from them since her conversation (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know i mean i don't understand that like but that's that's totally the mental thing that you're talking about. Like, if you're vulnerable emotionally or mentally, yeah. you move into a new house. It's unfamiliar. There's a lot of change. You're not comfortable yet. I mean, I still, like, you know, uh, I mean, our house is, you know, we've been here just over a year but, like, I don't spend any time in any of the other bedrooms and stuff. Yeah, so when I so go, yeah, when you I go d- in there, it's kind of eerie. Well, I don't know about, I don't feel eerie, but I definitely feel like I don't know it that well yet, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, it's definitely, like, um, not familiar. So I can see, you know, somebody moving into a house and especially if she's, like, alone or whatever, like, stay-at-home person and all she does is hang out in the house. 
Yeah, she's and, a stay-at-home mom. And being like, yeah, I just need to fucking, you know, like, she doesn't have control, so she's like, I I need control back. Give me control, people, or whatever. I don't know. I think, like, that was the hardest part from living in an apartment. I felt way safer, even though we lived in, like, you know, absolute, like, fucking... Where heathens You're lived. talking about, like, metaphysically safer? Well, yeah, metaphysically. Because you just got tons of people around. Like, so spirits, I mean, they're not going to go hang out where people are partying all the time. They want to go where... We party uh, all the time here. Yeah. I do. <laughs> well, that, what's going to be crazy? I mean, that's right. For the majority of the time we've lived here, I've been pregnant, so... What's going to be crazy, because all of our neighbors around us are, like, in their 80s... When they start dying, if we start seeing their ghosts around the oh, neighborhood. Oh, God damn, I hope I don't see the neighbor across the street. <laughs> we we got this letter from our uh, one of our neighbors that was like, we have a cabin and we had the family come visit and all updating us on their status. That was kind of interesting. Um, I've, we've never met them before. They've never even, like, we've waved at each other. I've never seen them, but... I mean, I guess that's cool, but, like, they should really be careful on all... I mean, they literally, like, put all these pictures of their family in yeah. there. Like, just because we live in the same neighborhood doesn't mean we're not serial killers, dude. Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, you had, I mean, well, if you wanted to kill somebody in a house, you'd go in there. But I was going to say, like, now we have their faces, their names, their address, the family and stuff. But really, that's all public information, too. So it's not like true. they gave us anything too crazy. It was just a little bit too much for people that I don't give a shit about. Yeah, I think it's kind of neat. Like, I'm going to start doing it. I'm going to bring back the, like, family newsletter. We should uh, do a birth announcement for when I give birth and then make, kind of guilt trip them to give us some gifts. The neighbors? Yeah, do some weird. Those fuckers. They're like 80 years old. They'll get us something. It'll be fantastic. Yeah. But anyway... I think we kind of just wanted to do a little bit of a rant about the paranormal investigator folks. We did. Which, uh, like, I, I, you know, I guess now that I think of it, I've, I've been on one with an amateur investigator. And I have a friend who does it in Utah. I think Utah or Wyoming. Maybe Wyoming, it's Wyoming. Wyoming. Yeah, and they go to Utah a lot. That's the thing. So, and he does it, and he thinks it's really cool, and I'm sure it is. Like We would want to like to have him... Eventually, that'd be cool. Yeah, it'd be cool to give them a call and talk to them a little bit. Maybe we can find an investigator to ask them these kinds of questions. Somebody who's like really critical of that shit. Like, it'd be interesting to go along as a skeptic. I I just think it's really entertaining to talk to people who have alternate views, like my family members who believe in the conspiracy theories, and I'm wanting to get them on talking demons and God and shit. Yeah, all kinds of all kinds of hoopla. But yeah. Anyway, everybody, thanks for listening to our uh, grumpa normal in in rantication. Yeah, we already freaking ranted about healthcare for you know two hours last time, but yeah, well that'll be a little while back now because this is going to be one of the pregnancy episodes. So if you are listening to this today. We are recording this like a month ago or two months ago. Who knows? Oh, oops. I mean, oh, oh. <laughs> but, uh, you know, shoot on over to accidentallyfasting.com to listen to more episodes, uh, to go shopping for fun shit like stickers and buttons. And the buttons, I think, are only like two or three bucks. So they're not that expensive. And you can rep AF. And we've got different versions of our logo that are green and orange and purple. So. 
and regular. But uh, thanks for listening. And uh, Hong Kong cookers and... uh, Hong Kong cookers. (laughs) We'll see you in the 21st century. The 24th? Third? We're in the 23rd century. We're not. We'll see you in the year 2020. Yep. Where we are. Yeah. And you are. Yeah. Happy St. Patrick's Day or whatever the fuck's going on right now. Yeah. Who knows in the future what's going to (laughs) happen. We'll just schedule this and it'll happen. It'll come out like a motherfucker. So. There's some really crazy shit going on in Iran. Jeez, those current events that are happening. (laughs) Everybody, catch you later.